0: Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's largest mortgage lender. Let's talk credit card debt for a minute. If you feel you're carrying too much of it, you're not alone. The average household in the U.S. carries over $8,000 in credit card debt. Ready for some good news? With a cash-out refinance from Quicken Loans, you can quickly and easily put some of the equity in your home to good use by paying off a lot of that high-interest credit card debt. A great way to take cash out is with our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 4.5%, APR 4.78%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN to learn how taking cash out with a 30-year fixed mortgage might be the right solution for you. And for a record nine years in a row, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. For J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com. Rate subject to change. Pay 2% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030.
1: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Create Loud, the podcast for creatives. I'm Rachel, and with me is Codacious the... <laughs> <laughs> wow! Codacious the bodacious. <laughs> when did you put that there?
0: Just now. So we have a little guide when whenever we record an episode, just so that we don't remember to say everything, and I wrote... Codacious, the bodacious is my name.
1: Wow! (laughs) It was just now. That's that's bodacious, man.
0: You know what else is bodacious? What? I don't know. I was just trying to do a segue, but we both feel terrible.
1: (laughs) We do. (laughs) I I think that I have the con crud. That's that's what I've diagnosed this sickness as.
0: And for those that don't know what that is,
1: oh yeah, we should explain. Um, yeah. So pretty much, whenever you go to like a convention, or wherever you're, like, with a lot of people, you know, in a confined space, like a convention center, uh, you tend to get the con if you don't stock up on vitamin C and hand sanitizer, like, uh, it's, it's dumb, so.
0: To be fair, I got sick before, I was sick before I went to Fanex. so. Oh,
1: dang. I
0: don't know, I don't know what I got it from, but.
1: Dang, well, either way, being sick Stinks, and I I d- wish it would go away. So,
0: well, while we're talking about it, what <laughs> how what did you think of our Fanex episode?
1: I thought it was so great. You did such a great job, and it was really inspiring to just hear. I mean, it's one thing to hear one person in one episode talk about you know inspiring you and motivating you to to follow your dreams and stuff, and like from what you get out of that personally. But when like artist after artist after artist tells you You know, like, the things that you need to hear. It's For some reason, it's, like, all the more powerful. And it's, like, yeah, I I loved it. I think we should do more of
0: those. I think that should be, like, a regular thing. Because I I think in my mind, when when we announced Why Create, I kind of pictured it a little differently than this. Mm -hmm. Um, I pictured it kind of like we would find out about one specific genre or something like that. But I kind of thought it was... Awesome that we got so many different perspectives. Yeah. On the same thing. It was just really neat. I I was like super happy with it.
1: Yeah, I thought it was awesome.
0: And also, I loved that everyone kind of <laughs> said what we've been saying the whole time. <laughs> yeah. It was like it was like a compendium of all of our episodes together. Like everyone's like, "Make sure you say yes to your opportunities <laughs> and make sure you, it was just it was amazing." Just it was exactly more. Yeah, Seriously, exactly. I was like,
1: yeah, just do it. Don't take my word for it.
0: <laughs> Seriously. I am yeah. like LeVar Burton on Reading Rainbow.
1: Right? Leave it to um, me to bring up all the nostalgic references.
0: <laughs> uh, leave it to me to completely get exactly the reference you were saying. I'm so glad.
1: So <laughs> That's, I can always count on you to do that. So You
0: sure can. Uh, this has kind of been a couple of awesome episodes here. This next mm-hmm. one, this today's episode... um. Is kind of well timed because we both are super sick, but quite, quite it's well-timed. also like this is something that we, we talk about this all the time in kind of different episodes. But I thought we thought it was just about time to just kind of do a full episode dedicated to this topic, um, and that is self care. Mm-hmm. Rachel, what is your definition of self care?
1: Um. Well, I have a husband who's in social work, so I hear about self care all the time. Oh, nice. And. Um, So my understanding of self-care is just, um, well, I mean, it is kind of how it sounds, like it's care for yourself. So, like, taking the time out of work and out of even family to just take care of yourself for for a minute or for however long you need to. So speaking of my husband, like, what he does is mostly everyone that knows him knows that he's a skater boy. (laughs) And he, uh, like, so skateboarding and snowboarding is his... Self-care, actually, because that's his way to release the stresses of his job and with school, you know, any like normal stresses that life, you know, brings up with with work and stuff like that. So that's his thing Um, through him being in social work. Like I've really come to understand, like the importance of self-care, because like, I mean, with the kind of things that my husband's going to be doing with his career, it's going to be like really like emotionally and mentally taxing. Of
0: course, yeah. In a field like that.
1: Yeah, that's why they definitely emphasize self-care in that field of work, but um, it's just as important in any other industry, and especially um, with creatives, because that's that's not something that we think about, really, because it's kind of like when you're doing your art, that's kind of like since you're doing it because you love it, and then you kind of, I don't know, I feel like, I feel like artists overlook that a lot.
0: Yeah. And this is, that's kind of one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this because you just kind of, people teach you things like tortured artists are like the best artists. And I, that's, that's just like garbage, honestly. Like, yeah. And honestly, it's not worth it. If you're, if you're destroying your health mentally or physically, or if you're, you know, if you're living in a situation that's not good for you to, to be able to get your art to a better place. That's not great. That's not a good idea. Um, nope. We have limited perspective on this because we're, we're creatives ourselves. Um, and so I have this friend, her name is Amy Heimbigner. Um, she's, she's very passionate about self-care. She's always talking about it. Uh, all of our social media posts are kind of in the realm of, of self-care in some way or another. And so as awesome. soon as we decided we wanted to talk about this, I was like, I want to hear what Amy has to say about this. Because she not only does she talk about self care, she is a very creative person herself. She does a lot of artistic pursuits. Uh, She's an actor, among other things. And so, I I thought it would be interesting to get her perspective on specifically self care for creatives, designed for creatives. Um, And so we have uh, we I actually asked her to record a little thing. It's not really an interview. Um, It's just a little uh, some thoughts from from Amy's brain on self care. So, we're excited for you to hear it.
1: Here we
2: go. Hello, my name is Amy Heimigner. Um, I consider myself a very creative person and I'm very passionate about the concept of self care, especially with people that are very creative and tend to create a lot in their life through art forms or just in general. I am really passionate about this topic because. I have pretty bad anxiety, and I discovered as I was getting really, really anxious through my creative pursuits and through just my life in general that I was really great at creating in my anxiety. I was, I was very, very good at creating situations that were scary or harmful or... Improbable, or maybe they were probable, but I am super great at creating um, anxiety in my body, and I I thought about that, and I realized that a lot of my friends who are very creative also have pretty bad anxiety, and so I began to wonder if there was a connection with self care and anxiety, or uh, with creativity and anxiety, and then how you can combat that, especially with self care. Self care has honestly it seems like it's boomed in it's, it's become almost a trend and I would look up lists and I'd be like okay how can I how can I self-care self-care everyone keeps talking about it it seems like it needs to be really important and I just look at these lists and I would see like take a bath paint your nails and I'd be like ah I all I would be doing is sitting in a bath with painted nails that I can't uh, touch anything or move and I would just still be an anxious mess and so I developed my own form of self-care that is really tailored to me that I, I think is a lot more helpful than just lists that people have done a great job on making, but I feel like these are especially tailored towards those who are very creative. And so I just have a, t- a couple of key things on this. So number one, I think is one of the most valuable things in my life especially as a creative person, is to create something outside of your main art that isn't about performing well. Creating something outside of your main focus, your main art that isn't about performance, that isn't about excelling, that isn't about bettering yourself. It's, it's, it's just fun. So I am an actor and mostly, usually an actor um, that's my focus, and I would get really stressed and I remember I was at the dealer just getting my car worked on, and I was really bored and I started editing myself into dramatic bob Ross paintings um photo editing myself into these paintings and I, I was like, "Wow, this is really fun and it just kind of escalated from there and i've started editing a lot of photos, and I just really enjoy it I really enjoy photo editing I enjoy I don't enjoy taking pictures of myself ironically but I enjoy editing myself into pictures either to be funny or just as kind of a catharsis but the biggest thing about it is there was no pressure to be good it was just me doing something I enjoyed usually late at night while I was trying to go to sleep And that was a big turning point for me in really allowing myself to just create freely because creation shouldn't have to be so focused on performance. And I get in my head all the time about my main forms, like what I consider myself. I I consider myself an actor. I consider myself a a guitarist, a musician. And when I'm able to just create something that is just fun, It helps me open up in my other areas of my life as well. It allows me to learn how to learn and how to make mistakes and how to not beat myself up about it. How to be better at just having fun with it. And so that's the first thing is creating something outside your main art that isn't about performance. And the second one is to find a way to move physically. I'm not sure if you if you're like a dancer or if your main art or creativity is like movement. I don't know. You probably already know these things, but for me it it really helped. I'm a very body-based person. I I'm very emotive with my body. I need to be grounded a lot. I need to like remind my body that yes, you're there. Um running is really good for me. Yoga's very good for me. Dancing around my house is good for me. Weightlifting is good for me. Just anything to get me back into my body. Just to really ground myself there because if I start getting too heady, if I start getting too airy, if I start getting too logical in my creation, then it just kind of falls flat. And it loses its humanity. And there's a lot of art just in our bodies. Just kind of hidden away there. Just kind of tucked in the nooks and crannies of our muscles and our bones. And our bodies know how to create as well as our minds. And so when we really put ourselves back into our bodies and we're present and we're focused and we're taking good care of ourselves. We're eating good. We're moving A lot we don't just sit for long periods of time we're really honoring our bodies then it'll it'll give back and it'll allow us to be more creative beings and I really that's really important and also the more you if you're a very emotional person and emotion is part of your creation movement helps your emotions move It helps you process things. It helps you process ideas. It helps you get rid of tension. So these ideas can flow better. It's just all around a very good thing. And the last thing that has really helped me with self-care, especially focusing on what self-care is, is noticing what I've been neglecting. And I think that's honestly the core of what self-care is, is it's not taking a bath every single night and painting your nails every single night and what are some of the other things on those lists? It's, it's, it's being present with what your needs are and being willing to just serve yourself. So for me, sweeping is something i do not struggle with (laughs) i do not struggle with sleeping um so for someone maybe taking a nap or making sure they're getting more sleep would be self-care but when i start saying you know what i really need to self-care i need to take another nap that that's not self-care because i i'm not neglecting my sleep i'm not there's not a hole in my life where sleep is filling it you know like I. That's not the issue there, but for me, it might be, wow, I haven't um, talked to some close friends recently, or I need to just have more fun. I just haven't really had a lot of fun lately, or um, maybe I haven't, I haven't learned. I haven't, been, I haven't read a book recently. I need to do that, and I focus on things that I have maybe been neglecting that are important parts of myself that helped me to succeed and to help me really feel like myself. There's certain things that I need in my life to make me feel like myself. I need some form of order, just a little bit. I'm not, I don't love too much order. I don't like to be controlled, but I do like a little bit of order. And I like being in nature and I like eating right and being in tune with myself and if i'm not doing certain things in my life i need to really be honest with myself and ask why is that and how can i better check in with myself how can i better show up for myself and when it comes down to it self care can take a lot of effort especially if you're not used to it especially if self sabotage has been a pattern or like a suffering artist syndrome where you i've had very close friends and people in my life and as well as myself who believed the more I suffered, the better art I would produce. And I don't think that's true. Maybe you can produce something really great at one time, but then it's like you have to go into therapy and there might be addictions that come in and it, it just isn't sustainable. I think the best art comes from being really true to yourself, really showing up for yourself, being consistent, allowing emotions to move freely, not getting stuck, not holding grudges, not being bitter, allowing things to freely flow. And that's when I think art really is created, pure art.
1: And that's... That's Amy's Tips of Self Care. I loved, 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 loved everything that she said in this little Me too. snippet of self care advice. Like, I seriously, I'm really excited to talk about it because I love this. So,
0: this is a topic we talk about ourselves a lot, not as much with like our audience, though. So, like, mm-hmm. I'm this is this was a long overdue, long overdue.
1: I agree. I agree. So, um, first of all, I love that she said, um, she started off by um, saying to tailor self care to you. Cause I mean, obviously, if it was, it would just be called care if it was like the same thing. Like everybody do these specific things and you will be taken care of. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um,
0: That's why those buzz, like she mentioned, those BuzzFeed lists, they're like, paint your nails go order a pizza yeah like, like
1: that's, that's obviously not gonna well i mean
0: so for someone that is perfect for someone that is their version of self-care but not everyone yeah
1: i mean cody if you wanted to paint your nails i'd be totally fine like i i support you in that decision but, <laughs> you know like that doesn't work for you i would love to do that but for you <laughs> that doesn't probably work I, it, so no
0: it wouldn't work because then i can't play my keyboard
1: <laughs> at least for a while
0: you yeah, just have exactly. to let it dry
1: <laughs> But anyway, yeah, so you have to tailor self-care to you. And, you know, just like what I said to my husband, like, self-care for me isn't snowboarding. That's actually a pretty, that's like exercise Stressful. for me. Because yeah. I'm so tired at the end. But for him, like, that is his self-care. So I I love that she just stated that right off the bat.
0: Mm-hmm. Um.
1: But yeah, I mean, I hope you guys caught the the three points that she you know, mentioned, because...
0: Let's review those again, just in case you didn't.
1: Let's. So number one, create something outside of your main focus, which, yes, like, I was thinking about, first of all, all of this stuff, but with number one, I was thinking, um, you know, when I was starting to formulate a plan of, like, what I'm going to do when I start working from home, is, like, if I'm going to be writing music all day, like, how I write music is on the screen, and so... You know, looking at it at a computer screen all day is not the healthiest. It's it's not healthy at all, actually. So, I thought like, what are what's something that I can do to take a break from my eyes? Because you know, if I take a break in general, I'll be on Facebook, which is another screen. So, <laughs> like on my phone. So, um, I decided well, maybe I'll pick up sketching. Cause I, you know, growing up, I loved um huh. just like drawing stuff and um just like looking at something and trying to to Sketch it and, you know, like watercolor paint and stuff like that. That's creating something that I actually enjoy doing that I could do. And that's, that's relaxing to me. Like I can, um, I can do that. So I don't know. Do you, what did you have any thoughts on tip number one?
0: Yeah. I thought, um, I think mine might be this podcast.
1: Oh, I love that.
0: I, cause I, my main focus, obviously, like you, is writing music, but I really like, I really like to just get my thoughts out in the open to kind of talk to an audience I can't really see. It's kind of comforting to me. Like, talk, public speaking would not be quite as comforting, I think, because it's just more on-the-spot preparation, live audience, you know?
1: Yeah, that is a completely different art.
0: Yeah, but just being able to do, like, some word vomit about things I'm <laughs> thinking is, like, a really, really comforting thing to me, I think. So. I love
1: that. Yeah, that's great. Yeah.
0: Thanks, everyone, for being my, uh, my self-care routine.
1: Our pleasure. <laughs> so... Find, <laughs>
0: our pleasure yeah,
1: find something else that you can create like outside of your main focus and i i love that she said creation shouldn't be about performance um i mean even with the jobs that we do like it shouldn't be about outshining people it should just be about i mean obviously getting the job done and meeting the client's needs but like it shouldn't be about it sh- you know creation should yeah. be about creation and the enjoyment of the fact that it exists so find, even if it's just, um, I don't know, pick up photography if you're not a photographer already. Like, I, I kind of like doing that, like pretending that I'm really good at taking pictures.
0: <laughs> Every once in a while I'll take a picture on my phone and I'll be like, this could win an award. Like, this is incredible. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this, is, this is a new light for me.
0: <laughs> there was one, yeah, yesterday I took a picture of my dog in flowers, like laying in a bed of flowers. Oh my gosh, that's so cute. It, it really was like one of those, I have to get a picture. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh.
1: Can you oh please gosh. post that on the Create Loud Facebook page? Can
0: I will I think, do. I really will. He's I laying on his back, that. too. Aw. It's incredible. I know. I was like, I don't know how I even managed this. It's so, <laughs> it's so good.
1: That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, we'll use that as our promo material. Love that. That's great. Um, but yeah, just, I don't think I can stress that enough. It's just just find something else. Even if it's not like an art specifically, just, just find a different hobby, you know, to just kind of.
2: Take
0: yeah.
1: a break from whatever that main focus is for you right now.
0: So. Yeah, if pick up an instrument. Like, do you know how many... You could just buy a ukulele for $12 and go find a video online about how to play it. It's fun.
1: Yeah, it's... Yeah, that's pretty easy. That's a <laughs> very specific one, too. I,
0: I, I have a... I play the <laughs> ukulele.
1: <laughs> no way. So <laughs> do I. Kind of. But anyway. Yeah, so... Number one is very, I love that one. That was great. Yeah. I'm going to keep I'm, saying I love it just because this whole I, you just love dang it. thing thing, I
0: love it. So. You know what I thought when she said number two, I went, oh, no, I'm so bad at this.
1: Uh-huh. I was like, I was oh, like this.
0: Her second point was uh, find a way to move physically. I never move physically unless I can help it. Like, to the fridge, trip to the bathroom.
1: <laughs> I know. I was like, just thinking that. I was like, okay, I'm going to go <laughs> if I cannot sit anymore. Like, I have to get up. But, it's yeah. Bad. Moving physically is definitely important. Um,
0: I wouldn't know. What? I'll have to take her word on it.
1: I'll... I mean, I just... I'm not saying that from experience. I'm just saying I know that that's
0: important. <laughs> so, that's true. <laughs> looks
1: like I'm going to start taking walks now. So. that's
0: the thing. I, I actually really we started doing that. My wife and I started doing that in um, in college when we were we were mar- married when we were in college, mm-hmm. and we started doing that together, and that became one of my favorite things, um, just kind of because we would talk like we didn't have our phones out, we didn't have anything to distract us. we were just walking around the block with just nothing to look at really so we would just talk to each other and that slowly became something that i love to do and like it's some nice time to just separate ourselves from everything else so i recommend it on a relationship level but also like taking a walk by yourself is a really is also a very good thing i i tend to go on a walk and listen to podcasts um especially ones that are like to help me do better at what I do. Like, you know, sometimes hey. it's about music, sometimes it's about just motivation, or, you know, like, a, about being a, a creative in general, maybe. Hey! <laughs> hey, that's...
1: that's <laughs> hmm. I like where you're going with yeah. that there, Cody.
0: Exactly. That's great. But you could just kind of take a moment to detach if that's also good for you.
1: Yeah, walks are obviously great, because that doesn't really... Like, walk. that's all you have to do, really. Like, you don't have to even... Yeah. Put on you don't even have to like go through the effort of putting on exercise workout clothes. You can just throw on your exactly. flip flops and just walk around like walk down the street and then walk back, like just to clear your head. Yeah. So that I mean, that's that's what I recommend. My mom just invited me to this like yoga night that she's starting and I was like, that would be perfect. I need um an exercise thing to I need a way to get moving, so that would be perfect.
0: Well, depending on the yoga, I've done yoga that is definitely cardio before. Like,
1: <laughs> oh, I know. Maybe I know. just because
0: I'm really out of shape. Well, like most exercises. It's
1: being not cardio. nap time. That's for sure. That's if you thought yoga was nap time. Depends on the pose. That's That's true. <laughs> Namaste. <It's actually> <laughs> I just this.
0: I just caught that. That took me a second. <laughs> Namaste.
1: Namaste. Um. But yeah. So, um, with when she was talking about um tip number two, I noticed that she said, good for me, a lot, which, I mean, we already talked about, you know, how how to tailor self-care to you, but she she said that a lot, like, blah, blah, blah is good for me, and blah, blah, blah is good for me, so, that just, you know, stresses the importance of, literally, like, do do what works for you, like, have we, I don't think we've said that enough times at all on this podcast, but that's, (laughs) you know, not just everyone's different but yeah self care wise as well like do do what is good for you, dang it like that's it's not really hard to understand that, so
0: yeah, like do what feels do do what feels good if something is not if a if a self care strategy is stressing you out, maybe stop <laughs> like,
1: yeah,'cause that's that's not the point
0: <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah,
1: so you're kind of defeating the purpose there, yeah, exactly, she said, our bodies will give back like um how did she say it? It was like, you know, when you take care of yourself, um, I mean, not just mentally and even spiritually, like when you take physically take care of your body, she um, from what it sounded like she was saying was your body will give back, like it it will reward you with, you know, productivity and um, you know, producing the best of what you've got because you've been taking care of yourself. Um, and that reminded me of Chance Thomas, who's a video game composer that we've mentioned a million times. He's got um in his textbook, he's got a whole chapter on lifestyle management and um you know, all just about taking care of yourself and something that I know that he has emphasized is, you know, when you're not taking care of yourself, or taking care of your brain, you're not creating the best of what you can be creating. You know what I mean? Yep. So um getting enough sleep, not pulling an all-nighter. I mean, I guess there's times in our careers when you have to like, you absolutely have to
0: But not like on a regular basis a, and then if yeah. you do it, you have to like take some time to recover from it.
1: Yeah, like, so all-nighters every night are no-nos, but... Um, all-nighters he, every
0: night you would die. Like, literally you would die. Like, that's yeah, impossible. Yeah,
1: so so I don't recommend that, but um, <laughs> but yeah, he talks about like mental fitness, you know, just like all that good stuff like yeah. Um it's so so important. Like it's not just important to master your craft and perfect that, but you you also have to take care of the thing that's you know, doing all the work upstairs. Like you have to take care of that and if you're neglecting it, then you're the like you could be creating stuff that's so much better if you were to take care of your brain and stuff like that. So you know
0: what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I do, I do know what you mean, and that actually leads well into her third point, which is if you you need to take notice of the things that of the parts of you that you've been neglecting. Mm-hmm. So, a good example is maybe you're really physically active, maybe you're creating something outside of your main focus, but you have a terrible diet that makes you feel horrible all the time, you know? And maybe that's what you need to Fix or like you just gotta kind of take stock of what you're doing. Maybe you maybe you're really good at a lot of this stuff, but you tend to not sleep. Like Cody Crab, for example. <laughs> I just go, oh, it's two thirty a.m. Shoot! Like I just don't even I don't look at clocks ever. Oh, so shoot. I'm always yeah I have to set yeah. timers for everything because I just don't go to bed. I'm like, oh no, my wife's been asleep for four hours. I didn't even notice. Like that's oh, not a good gosh. situation. Yeah. Um No, but that's that that's the kind of thing knowing what you need specifically Mm -hmm. and knowing what you haven't been doing that you need to do, or vice versa, that's really, really important, especially to her strategy of like personalized self care. Mm -hmm. So
1: Yeah. It's it's all about serving yourself like she said and knowing what you need. So definitely take a time to evaluate that and being like, you know what? I do need to go to bed early.
0: Yeah, like, and you have to be to honest. You have to be like, I'm terrible at this. Yeah, so, And you just yourself. have to... Yeah, it's hard to do that, but yeah. you gotta do it. You yeah. got Um, You know, from my brain, this is, this is a, a topic that I... I don't delve super deep how she does, but I, the, the way that I tend to get into this is I don't take time off when I should. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's... My big thing is if you separate yourself from your creative field for a while you tend to become back refreshed with new ideas, with with brand new uh, techniques and things that you haven't been trying before, because your mind kind of goes back to it automatically. Um, So my advice is take a freaking day off once in a while. (laughs) It's not going to kill you.
1: But Cody, I have a question. What? What? (laughs) what what if people feel like they can't afford to to take a day off because you can stop they're hustling (laughs) so much and they're like if i stop one day i'm gonna be so behind
0: there's a reason that we don't work seven days a week in like in like an office environment there's a reason for that um number one is because People kind of demanded it because they were exhausted all the time. But the other the other reason is because studies have shown that if you take time off, you tend to be more productive. So I actually read this study. Mm -hmm. Um so you know, a forty hour work week is forty hours. Um, but the the real debate is how you should split those hours up. Um, most jobs will split it between five days. So you work five, eight hour days, right? Mm -hmm. Um, but they i i read a study on a place that did 4 10 hour days and they they found that the people in their the people there were more alert they were better workers they took less time off um they complained less it was just all around they were just amazing workers and it was just because they changed the the way that they split the hours up so and I think I attribute that to having a three-day weekend every weekend, you know? Absolutely. Um I think it's super important, especially for people that are, you know, a lot of our listeners are freelancers. Um, I think it's super important for people to separate time. And one of the ways you can do that is um, have a hobby that maybe isn't creative at all. So uh, a friend of mine goes to concerts constantly, like probably twice a week almost. Um, but they're not even for bands that are like super well known or whatever. She'll just go to some venue, um, and see who's playing that night. And if they seem okay, if they seem good, like she'll go look up their music and be like, Oh, they're pretty good. And she'll pay the very cheap amount that it takes to go see a band like that, you know, (laughs) and then she'll go see them. So there's like that, or maybe you play video games. Maybe you just want to turn your brain off and not have to create anything and you just get to. You know, coast on a, on a video gamer or, or something like that. But I think taking a day off and having something that you can do in that day off to just not do anything is a very important thing. I do it all the time now. I've learned how to do it, and it's That's amazing. Good. But my, the difference has definitely been huge. And also maybe taking a longer vacation when you can afford it, like maybe you finish a big long project, take a week off. if you don't have anything pressing. Take some time if you can, because that really will do wonders.
1: I believe that.
0: What do you have? You do you have any thoughts on that?
1: As you were explaining, you know, you're saying like I I was thinking about how I mean, there's especially now that I'm, you know, totally freelance, um, figuring out like you know when to work those those forty hours a week and stuff. Yeah. And I mean, right off the bat, I know that I. Will not be freelancing on a Sunday. That's just what I've decided. That's, you know, that's my day to like focus on, you know, me and my family, like spiritually and stuff like that. And so, Mm -hmm. like, that's, you know, I don't even think about work stuff, you know, unless it's like super pressing. Well, I mean, even then I'll like just be like, well, it's going to have to wait till tomorrow because like Sunday is not a work day for me. And so, you know, you got to, decide for you, like, if that's going to be your thing.
0: Yeah, for not even spiritual reasons, I could see that being super beneficial, just knowing, like, yeah, nope, I, mean, I don't work that day. That's Sunday's not my work day. a pretty good
1: day to, to choose to just not to do anything.
0: Yeah, one in your family works, probably. Like, it's, it's one of those, like, everyone kind of separates themselves, so.
1: Yeah, I mean, I just, I would uh, just encourage listeners to just definitely pick a day out of your week where you don't work at all. I definitely agree with you that it's super beneficial for you. Like, not, not just physically and mentally, but, like, emotionally and spiritually. Like, you definitely need a day of the week to focus on, or to either not focus on anything at all, but um, on the other hand, like, focus on internal stuff, you know? Like, maybe, maybe yeah. that day off could be your self-care day where you decide to go to the spa or go take a hike or you know just like yeah. to to do you and do what um you need to feel like refreshed and rejuvenated for the next week. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and another thing that I'd like to say is I'm really I really hate spending money. Like I'm not cheap, but <laughs> I'm always like I want to get like the best use out of my money, so I'm always afraid uh-huh. like what if I need it later, you know? Um so I I tend to not, like, spend money on stuff if I can help it. So, like, I'm always trying to figure out ways, mm-hmm. you know. And I realized, I realized recently, though, I never, I never spend it on anything enjoyable, really. Unless I can, like, I'll I'll go, to, like, we'll go out to eat, my wife and I will go out to eat, or we'll go to, like, an event, or we'll go to, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. But it's just, I never, like, buy a big toy purchase for myself. I just never do it. And so... I was talking to my wife, and we both kind of realized that. And something we've wanted for a long time was a Nintendo Switch, because um, we're, you know, I'm a dork like that. <laughs> You're uh, dork. And You're so scared. we just we were like, you know, our anniversary's coming up. Like, let's just do it. And yeah, we, it has weirdly been super good for my creative side to just have a thing that I can do that is not that's not watching TV because I tend to like be on my phone and stuff which uh-huh. is, like, social media is also not the greatest for a lot of people in, in a self-care yeah. respect. So, yeah. like, it's kind of weirdly super good to just have something to put all my focus in that doesn't matter at all. It's like watching TV that I can't get distracted during. Yeah. So, you know what? It, that, the main focus of all this is to find out what works for you. Mm-hmm. Spend money if you have to on self-care because it's worth it. Treat yourself. <laughs> That's, oh, that, whenever I watch that episode, that is dangerous.
1: It's the best day of the year.
0: It yeah. is. I would this have done it dangerous. with you, but we have a lag right now, so it's not going to oh, work.
1: Oh, man. Well, I say okay, we can match it up. <laughs> That's anyway. true. Okay,
0: let's do it. You ready? We'll okay. we'll just do it. All right. The best day of the year.
1: Wait, I wasn't ready. Hold on. Yes,
0: it's okay. You can do it. Uh,
1: it's the best day of the year, but it probably wasn't even the same key as you.
0: Okay, do it in that. I'll do it in the key that you just did it. You ready? One, two, three. It's the, the best, best day, day of, of the year. year. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> oh it sounded so bad.
1: <laughs> no, two sick people singing, not good. <laughs> but, okay. Um, anyway, yeah. So
0: let's close this down. Let's shut care. this. Let's Super shut important. this. Let's shut this episode down.
1: Shut it down.
0: Okay. Um, but yeah. For so those, we- for those of you who are still struggling with this, need maybe a little guidance or something like that, we want to hear from you. So get in touch with us. We have a lot of ways you can do it. Go ahead and uh, send us a Facebook message or an email. Uh, you can find us on Facebook by searching at Create Loud, or you can email us at podcast at Make sure you follow us as well on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search at Create Loud, or go to createloud.org. All those links will be there for you.
1: But don't take my word for it.
0: Butterfly in the sky. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's funny. Well, take care of yourselves this week. Amen. And we'll just see you next time.
0: Keep on creating.
2: Right now at Banana Republic Factory, save big with 50 to 70% off the entire store. Plus,
1: take an extra 50% off clearance. Stock up on dresses and polos starting in 1999. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Right now at Banana Republic Factory, save big with 50 to 70% off the entire store. Plus, take an extra 50% off clearance. Stock up on dresses and polos starting in 1999. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory.